0: She has two younger brothers, Timmy and Nathan Song. She's a football fan and huge supporter of the L.A. Rams. She starts every morning with a homemade matcha latte. I'm Hope Carew. I'm Paige Smith. And this is History Duffs Presents Brenda's
1: Song Part 5 grab your matcha latte and listen to this new episode
0: <laughs> these facts <laughs> I know we're getting to the point in the in the deep dive where I'm running out of things to say about this person <laughs> no <laughs> I tried to like spread out the facts you know as yeah. we go but it's got it's I it's too late now I've used I've used them all
1: yeah did we already just say what her astrology sign was
0: yes that was, the, I was, like, spreading them out. I was like, I'll drop that one early this time. Didn't help.
1: <laughs> do you remember what it was? What, what was
0: Aries. It? She's an Aries. Okay,
1: I was like, yeah, fire sign, just like you. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. So easy to remember because I am also an Aries.
1: And we love, um, and we love that.
0: All right. Yeah, well, We love all the signs.
1: <laughs> we do, except except for you, Capricorn. You know what you did. <laughs> I don't know a single Capricorn. Jesus is a Capricorn. Okay, I know one Capricorn. <laughs> if that's anyway, even his
0: real birthday. <laughs> it's not. It's definitely not his birthday, but hey. He's giving Sag. <laughs> he's giving. I'm going to be honest. He's giving Sag. <laughs> um, let Enough Jesus talk. Let's get back to Brenda, right? <laughs> the year is 2006. That's right. We just wrapped up The Sweet love of Zach and Cody, but our discussion wrapped up, but she's still on the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, just to be clear, for a few more years. Um yeah. so- and let's be honest, our discussion didn't really wrap up. We'll still be talking about Sweet
1: Life of Zack and Cody and we'll never stop. Even past our oh, brand yeah. song era, guys. Oh, absolutely. Don't get scared. Don't get scared. It's never really over.
0: Just because it's over doesn't mean it's really over and if I think it over maybe that <laughs> Katy Perry song. <laughs> It was true, though, because she it was about Orlando Bloom, and now she's married to him, so she was right. Oh, she was right. Guess it's never really over. Um, we also had a whole episode about Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior. Yeah, we did. Which was also 2006. So we're picking up everything else that's not Sweet Life Zen Cody or Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior <laughs> from the year 2006. Amazing. Starting with American Dragon Jake Long. Uh, yes. Brenda was in one episode. We should It should be a drinking game. Like, take a shot every time Brenda was in one single episode of something. I'm
1: surprised she wasn't in more episodes just because that was a Disney show. So it feels like they could have utilized
0: her way more. I agree. It also feels like sort of disconnected from the rest of the Disney universe. So, at least for me. I think I just didn't watch American Dragon Jake long. I really don't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. I had never seen an episode until I watched this one, and then I was like, yeah. Oh, really? It's not for me. Oh. I'm just not big on, like, action, I think. It feels more like a Disney XD show. It does. It really does. And I think they even did reruns on Disney XD, if I'm not mistaken. Didn't they re-show it?
1: It gives me the same kind of vibes as, what was that show, Brandy and something?
0: Brandy and Mr. Whiskers.
1: Yeah, where it was, like, kind of just randomly on sometimes and didn't really feel like Disney, but was. Yes. Brandy and Mr. Yes. Whiskers was Disney, right? Am I hallucinating? It was.
0: And it does have the same sort of vibe where it wasn't, like, lumped in with other shows a lot. They seemed like they mm-hmm. were just kind of off doing their own thing, which makes sense. And that's, hey, that's great. More power to Yeah, them.
1: And kind of makes sense why they would expand into Disney XD, because there, there is a... Place for those shows just feels kind of, yeah, disconnected from the Disney Channel brand.
0: There's, like, so much crossover on Disney Channel with, like, Disney Channel Games or That's So Sweet Life of Hannah Montana or, like, just Mm -hmm. the freaking uh, costume capers we talked about last episode, you know, where they get different stars from different shows and bring them together. They didn't really do that a lot with Jake Long, it felt. Yeah, they didn't really Um,
1: incorporate it into their brand. I wonder why. I wonder what happened, like, if they bought it kind of after it was made kind of situation.
0: I don't know. I do know that, like, halfway through Jake Long, they changed it a lot, is what I understand. Like, they changed the theme song and, like, the animation style and stuff. And, like, almost rebranded it again. So I don't know what that's all about. But um, a lot of people were upset when the animation style changed and things like that. I bet.
1: Yeah. I don't remember, but... I feel like I would be mad even
0: if it changed for
1: the better. I'd be like, hey, that's not what I'm
0: used to. Exactly. I totally get that. I'm Um, a kid, and
1: I hate change.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm an adult, and I still hate change, so. Yeah. (laughs) Very fair. It's the
1: only constant, Paige. It's the only constant.
0: (laughs) Um, But in this episode of American Dragon, Jake Long, Jake Long's tomboy best friend, Trixie, has to join the cheerleading squad. That's the big conflict. She has um, to. She has to. There's something to do with evil spirits that have awoken from the dead and are uh mm-hmm. taking over bodies and okay. uh they use the cheerleaders to like work for them. It Not was all work. over my head.
1: <laughs> no, it sounds like the the vampire episode of Buffy. I'm fully with it.
0: Okay, you're on board. You get it. Uh <laughs> The episode is titled Bring It On. No. A very, very loose Hayden Panettiere connection. <laughs> Incredibly well, honestly, loose. Honestly,
1: why was Brenda Song not in any of the Bring It On movies? We know that, she, that she's athletic.
0: Yeah. Like, she
1: does Taekwondo.
0: It's not too late. They're still making those movies. Petition for Brenda Song to be in Bring It On 8.
1: Yeah, we know she can do martial arts. Therefore, she's probably also a good cheerleader.
0: I mean, they, I feel like it t- does take a lot of the same skill set. The cheerleaders in this show are named Stacy, Tracy, and Lacey. Love that. Which gave me vibes of one of my favorite DCOMs of all time
1: oh my god that's not what i thought i thought you were gonna say princess diaries with
0: uh nope they in zombies the cheerleaders there's like bucky who's like the main one um Mm -hmm. but his like followers his little peons he calls them the acs because their names are tracy Lacey, and stacy i think and then one of them leaves and they get a jc but he literally calls him the AC. So the same kind of gag.
1: <laughs> same gag. My aunt still gives me a hard time about this to this day because when I was three, I, like, had three baby dolls, and I was like, these are Hala, Kala, and Shala. <laughs> and my and my aunt does that voice to me every time i see her and she's like remember Aww. when you had
0: your triplets. Oh. <laughs> but maybe yeah it is it is very Lana Anna Fontana. I think they probably yeah. stole that from you. Yeah. And your dolls.
1: Historically, you should sue them. Oh, I am. I'm in the I
0: shouldn't actually be talking <laughs>
1: about it. I shouldn't be talking legally, about it.
0: Legally, yeah, legally not allowed. Um, one last fact about American Dragon Jake Long, or this one episode, really. Um, yeah. The the other two cheerleaders that are not Brenda Song, do you want to know who did their voices? Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, one of them's Tara Strong, who is an <sighs> iconic voice actress. She has voiced yeah. everyone. The other one, Kay Panabaker. Whoa. Isn't that Whoa. the most random little trio you could possibly imagine? Yeah, really,
1: imagine? <laughs> really does kind of feel just like picked from a hat. Chaotic. Yes. Yeah. We just to be clear, the premise of American Dragon Jake Long is that occasionally he turns into a dragon, right? Yes.
0: Um. His name is Jake Long, and he is an American who is also a dragon. Okay. And who's he? Who's he voiced by? Uh, Dante Bosco. Did the voice of Jake Long for 55 episodes from 2005 to 2007. Wait,
1: Dante Bosco? Mm-hmm. That is such a funny name. Well, that's his name. I just like, that also sounds like too, yeah. Anyway, I love it. It's like, <laughs> yeah, It's it sounds like Dante Bosco. Like, I don't know. Something that that works for me.
0: He is a very successful actor. He's been he has credit on oh, 144 he's... different projects.
1: Oh my god! Wait, look, wait. Dante Bosco is the voice of Prince Zuko in Avatar: The Last Airbender.
0: That is huge for me.
1: There you go. That's did him. Did you ever watch? Did you ever watch Avatar?
0: No, <gasps> my best friend did. It's her favorite show, oh, but I never watched it. I've tried. My God!
1: Oh my God! You know who he is? Who? He's Rufio
0: from hook yeah rufio rufio he's also in but i'm a cheerleader which is another favorite yeah he's he's been in a lot of things
1: rufio is one of my favorite characters of all time like i don't rufio is like i i think maybe i had a sexual awakening with rufio oh do you want to talk about it yeah (laughs) yeah Hey guys, we're going to take a quick break. Let's get Dante Bosco on the pod. I would I'm like f- kind of ha- like having a fangirl
0: moment, okay? I'm going to I'll get over it. <laughs> Dante, if you're listening, we want to have you on the pod. Hope is single. I don't know if you hey, are. I'll look into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all that's all she wrote about American Dragon Jake Long. She being me. That's all I wrote in my notes. Well, y- <laughs> sorry to
1: make you to do this, but can you tell us about Holidays, the Christmas that almost didn't
0: happen? Sure, sure I can. Um, Holidays, what, I mean, what really can be said? Uh It's a short... Sounds like a stoner movie, is what I'm going to say. When I see the word Holidays, I'm like... Oh yeah, for the listeners who aren't reading off the same document as us, it's Holidays, D-A-Z-E. Yeah. So...
1: Is it a stoner movie?
0: (laughs) No, 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 not at all. It's a family movie. Um, It was like a short little TV special that premiered on ABC. It's sort of claymation style. I couldn't really tell if it was actually claymation, but that's what it's, you know, it's supposed to be claymation. Um, And it's about a reindeer who's not one of Santa's reindeer, but he's a reindeer and he attends a support group for holiday Icons, So the Easter Bunny, <laughs> Cupid. There's two uh, ghosts, like Halloween like ev- ghosts.
1: Even though he's not a, a Santa reindeer? It- right. Question, does he fly? Um, I don't think so. Is it canon that all reindeer are flying reindeer, or is it
0: just Santas? I think it's just Santas. Okay. You mean, like, in real life? I think it's only Santas that fly.
1: Well, I know that, yeah, I know that regular reindeer
0: don't fly but i don't know if in um (laughs) in
1: this world if they do
0: right no i I don't believe he flies they do make a lot of um references to him potentially being rudolph's brother that's like an ongoing joke how
1: confusing is it that we teach children that reindeer
0: fly can i be honest with you hope i don't think it's that confusing (laughs)
1: I'm just saying, like, you're forming your your understanding of the world. You're shown, uh-huh. like, zebras and horses and stuff. You're like, okay, those walk. Then you're shown mm-hmm. tons of reindeer imagery, and they're all flying. And you're like, okay, well, I guess they can fly. That's true. And then at some point you have to be like, oh, only the magical ones can fly. And then at some point you're like, oh, maybe none of them fly. I'm just saying, like, it's I- actually... There's a lot of room for misunderstanding.
0: For most of my childhood, I thought that reindeer were only Santa's reindeer. Like I didn't yes. ever give it a critical thought, thinking that reindeer actually existed. So it wasn't that hard for me to understand that reindeer fly and horses don't fly, if that makes any sense.
1: Okay. So you're smarter than me. No, no, no. I but do I'm think I'm more of a um I'm more caught up in the spirit of Christmas.
0: (laughs) I do think we do our children a disservice by not making it clear that reindeer exist. (laughs) I also didn't know reindeer existed, I think, for a while. Right? I also found
1: out that, like, oh gosh, is it the jackalope that isn't real? It's like... Yeah. It's like a rabbit with horns. I'm like, why would you guys tell us it was... Why is that a... It's not cool enough for me to be, like, a mythical creature. Yeah. Anyway, we can get back to holidays. Sorry about that, guys. I've got a lot of feelings today.
0: <laughs> there is a pretty impressive cast in this oh. movie. Um, obviously, Brenda Song. She plays Treat, one of the Halloween ghosts. Her <laughs> counterpart, Trick, is voiced by Emily Osment. What? Um, we've also got Fred Savage, Edie McClurg, Fred Willard, Gladys Knight, Harland Williams, and then Dylan and Cole Sprouse who Michelle Tannered it. They both voiced the same character. Oh. <laughs> and it's so funny because I watched so much Sweet Life growing up that I can tell the difference in their voices. So a line would be like half Cole, half Dylan. And it really threw me off.
1: <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs>
0: But it was cute. It was just a, a short little hour long special on TV and it was it was it was adorable. If you want to get in the holiday spirit, I highly recommend it. Holidays, Colon, the Christmas that almost didn't happen.
1: Okay, well, it's Christmas in July, everyone. AKA sorry, it's August, forgot.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's okay though. <laughs> might be September by the time this episode comes out. It's actually hey. almost Christmas then.
1: <laughs> Aw. Merry a Christmas, Paige. Merry Christmas, how Well, what comes next? Okay, let's see. 2007. (laughs) Ah. Ah. That's so sweet, Life of Hannah Montana. Uh, We briefly touched on it last episode. Right. um, But it's the much-acclaimed, highly-iconic Disney crossover episodes. I loved when they did this. This was everything to me. Everything. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to go ahead and say it.
0: Not enough Hannah Montana. Never. Not in That's the Sweet Life of Hannah Montana, nor in Wizards on Deck with Hannah Montana.
1: Yeah, they really just use her as like a button.
0: Yep. I just think that honestly, I think Miley was too busy to like go to a different set and do a whole TV show for a week with other people. I really, I think so. That makes sense. She was doing a whole music career at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. She was like touring and putting out albums. Crazy. She was so busy. But, um, It's basically three episodes one of That's So Raven, one of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, and one of Hannah Montana that they played together as like a TV movie. Basically, it was like a special TV movie situation. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, Hannah Montana shows up at the end of the second episode, and then the third episode, she just goes back to Malibu. She doesn't interact with anybody besides Ashley Tisdale as Maddie Fitzpatrick.
1: At all, like in, oh, in the entire third episode, you mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, in the in her episode. In the, at the end of the second, of the That's a Raven episode, she eats yeah. cake off of uh, Dylan Sprouse. Yeah, I remember that. Which they reference a lot in Wizards on Deck with Hannah Montana. And I appreciate that. They call back, like, Zack and Cody are like, oh, we know Hannah. She ate cake off of, of Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I love when they do that. I actually feel like they did a lot of, like, cake stuff
1: in Hannah Montana. In the pilot episode, she, like, smashes her face into a cake or into a maybe a pie so that Lily doesn't realize that she's Hannah. So I mm-hmm. feel like Hannah was just kind of, like, a very heavy uh, cake humor, <laughs> classic Disney humor. Yeah, cake humor. Also, like the the plot of the, at least the episode that I saw was that Maddie wants to help Raven get London to wear her her designs, right? Yes, yes. And then Hannah is like, "Oh, actually, I like that. And then it makes London want it. And then somehow mm-hmm. the boys get covered in cake. Oh, because Raven predicted it. Yes, nice.
0: Yes. Um, in the first episode is actually the That's So Raven episode, and Raven has to go to the Tipton. This is when she's working for Donna Cabana, yeah. <laughs> which is <laughs> such a good fashion designer name. Um, but she and Donna Cabana have to go to Boston to like work with this photographer, and they end up staying at the Tipton. And Zach and Cody get looped into her scheme when the photographer is accidentally booked at the Tipton in Milan. She pretends to be the photographer, and Zach and Cody pretend to be her models. Um, So it's fun. There's, like, more, I feel like, more crossover, like, more of the show's intermingling Yeah. in those episodes than in the Hannah Montana episode.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That sounds like so much fun, honestly.
0: (laughs) Right? Hijinks. That's what we love Disney Channel for.
1: I like to imagine that Donna Cabana's clothes are sold at, what is it, Club Monaco? Or the, like, what was the name of Raven, where Raven worked in Kim Possible? Coco? Oh, gosh. I'm not going to remember. It's like Club Banana, because it's like Banana Republic, but... Okay. Yeah, it's Club Banana. So I like to imagine that Donna Cabana's clothes are being retailed by Club Banana, because Raven... Yes, even more... Crossover, yeah, because Raven works at Club Banana as Monique.
0: We also get a cameo from Tiffany Thornton from uh, Sunny with a Chance. She is in That's the Sweet Life of Hannah Montana. Oh, very fun. I don't remember.
1: I, I don't remember. This was
0: before Sunny with a Chance, so this was she. She was just it was just an actor with a gig. It wasn't like and cameo appearance. Yeah, by Tiffany is, Thornton is Tiffany Thornton also in Camp Rock. No. Okay. Are you thinking of Megan Martin? Megan Jet Martin. Megan Jet Martin. Got you.
1: I am thinking of her.
0: It's funny though, because I thought of Camp Rock because her name, Tiffany Thornton, plays like a superstar that's staying at the Tipton, and her name is Tyler Sparks. Oh. And it did give me T J Tyler vibes. Yeah. And Tess Tyler vibes. Yeah. Camp Rock.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Wow. But just fun fun That's little fun. cameo a little disney channel history there <laughs> yeah
1: well also in 2007 brenda is in an episode of the emperor's new school which is like a tv spinoff of the emperor's new groove which is a movie i loved i don't know if you were a fan were you a fan
0: i was a fan i liked it have you ever watched uh the Sweatbox? no Okay, I haven't either, but it's a documentary about Emperor's New Groove*, the movie, and how difficult the production was.
1: Yeah, I heard that. I heard that like the whole story got rewritten or something. They thought it was too something. Yeah. Well, okay. We'll get. Uh, we'll have a bonus episode where we watch the sweatbox.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I was going to watch it before this episode, but then I was like, why am I gonna watch? an hour and a half documentary that Brenda's not in when I could be watching t- something much more relevant so I haven't watched it yet but I will
1: maybe we'll do that for our like subscribers maybe we'll get a Patreon there you go or OnlyFans uh, maybe we'll get an OnlyFans and guys follow us on OnlyFans it'll it'll be us talking but um, you, you won't see our faces you'll only see our feet there you go you're welcome they've been asking <laughs> for it um, did you watch this episode? I wasn't able to watch the episode, but I do have a fun little um, trivia for you. Oh, okay, if love be, it. Let's if hear you'd it. be interested, okay, always. The episode that she was in was called Dancing Queen, and she played the dancing queen. Um, she was mm. just a guest star in it. Now, I have a list of other guest stars who were on Emperor's New School, and I want you to tell me the one person who wasn't
0: actually a guest star.
1: Just like your, oh my gosh, I'm
0: going to be so bad
1: at this. Just like your game from last time. Okay, so one of these yeah. people has not been on Emperor's New School. Okay. Okay. Joey Lawrence. Oh, love him. Chloe Grace Moretz. Okay. Fred Willard. Oh. Ashley Tisdale. Dylan and Cole Sprouse. Gilbert Godfrey. Edie McClurg. Harland Williams. I know. <laughs> All those people from holidays,
0: the Christmas that almost didn't happen? I like really was like perked up when you said that. I was like, "Whoa. <laughs> that is so funny." Um Gosh, I'll just, let me guess. I'm going to say Ashley Tisdale.
1: What? Yeah, how Am did I you right? get that? Oh, that makes me so I mad. Don't know. You're so oh, good I'm at this so game. Sorry.
0: <laughs> You're so good. <laughs> it was just a guess, but wow, look at me—I'm too good. No, that was really good. That was really good. I think it made the most sense for her to be on it, and so that's why I was like, I don't—it know. can't be.
1: Yeah, I you're like it mixed. Oh, I forgot to put on Noah Cyrus. She was also in it. Ooh, that's fun. That, would that have thrown you off? Oh, Dylan and Cole played
0: characters called Zim and Zam. <laughs> adorable. Zim Zam Zop. Zim Zam Zop. Oh, that's cute. Um, I think that Noah Cyrus would be so off the wall that I would know immediately that she was, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're like, what? Ponyo?
0: Yeah, (laughs) exactly.
1: (laughs) Did you ever see Ponyo? I saw it in theaters.
0: It was the English version was Noah Cyrus and Frankie Jonas, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Wild. Shout out Franklin. He goes by Franklin now. Aw.
1: He'll always be bonus in my head.
0: (laughs) He hates that. Oh, no. So you better cut that out if he listens. If he hears you say that, he'll never be on the podcast.
1: No, Franklin. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know.
0: (laughs) Hey, look. We're learning. We're, we're, We're doing our best out here. Okay.
1: We're learning. We're growing. And it's okay to make mistakes. And I will be held accountable for them right now. I'm not going to edit it. I'm going to take full accountability and apologize.
0: I admire that. Also, maybe someone else hearing you make that mistake, they learned. Yeah. You know, maybe they learned that Franklin doesn't like that nickname. So we're changing the world out here. I just hope I don't get crucified on a public stage, but also like
1: I, if that's what I deserve, I'll take it. I'll take it like a man.
0: You're taking accountability. You are taking accountability for your actions. And I think that's brave of you. I stand behind you. I don't stand behind what you said, but. No, who could? I appreciate that you're, you know, taking the ownership. Yeah, I'm open to growth. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, Speaking of growth, in 2007, uh, Brenda Song, I completely forgot her name for a second. (laughs)
1: Page, hello, it's
0: <laughs> it's me, Hope from History Dubs. It was <laughs> yes, just dark in there. Uh, <laughs> she, Brenda Song, did several episodes of a little web series called oh. "Yay Me," starring London Tipton. It's on IMDb as being from two thousand seven, but the episodes I found online were all during the "Sweet Life on Deck" days. Mm. So I don't know exactly what the timing here is. Um,
1: We know that Disney sometimes films things and releases
0: them out of order. Do you think that was kind of what was going on with Yay Me? Maybe, maybe. It also could have very well been added by like a fan because it wasn't a real, it was like three minute episodes that were only online. So I don't, I don't really know, but I did watch them. It was cute. Um, It gave me interview me bitch vibes. (laughs) Oh! Because it's a lot of, um, like, London having people ask her questions. Oh, my God, really? Uh, For our listeners,
1: I have a little uh, web series myself called Interview Me, Bitch, where I bring on more successful people than me, and I make them – Interview me. It's
0: very funny. Um, it wasn't like that was the shtick of the show, but London just ends up talking about herself a lot. So that's why I'm And by I didn't more successful,
1: <laughs> sometimes it's just my friends. Like Paige was on it. And I think I was literally we, on it. We have a great episode, guys. Check it out on my TikTok at Hope Carew is Brave. Uh, yeah, plug that TikTok, girl. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, also, in 2007, she did a failed spin off of the sweet life of Zach and Cody and by failed, I mean it was a pilot that didn't get picked up. Um, that was supposed mm-hmm. to be about Arwin
1: and it was called Arwin Arwin. If you guys couldn't tell that's Arwin with an exclamation point. but Brenda served as co-producer
0: on it. Good move for that's her getting cool. into producing. love it.
1: Yeah, is that her the first time she's she's been a producer?
0: That was the first time I noticed it.
1: okay I see. What's fun about Arwin, the unaired Disney pilot, and I was able to find certain clips of it, nothing in its entirety, but it's about Arwin's niece, Alexa, played by Selena Gomez. So now this is number two. This is the second unaired Disney pilot that we've covered of Selena's on the podcast. The first one being Stevie Sanchez. Mm-hmm where she was supposed to be Miranda's little sister or Miranda's cousin, there's conflicting evidence. Got you. Right? Probably doesn't matter either way. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I do think it's worth noting that her character's name is Alexa in this. And then she ends up playing Alex.
0: Oh, I didn't even think of that. Oh, that's funny. Wa- <gasps> and, Wiz- and you Wizards know what? Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah. There was a character in Wizards of Waverly Place named Stevie. Played really? by Healy Kiyoko. Yeah. Oh, They've talked about it on the Wizards of Waverly pod. They had the creator of the show on and he talked about how if Wizards of Waverly Place were made today, they would have explored Alex's relationship with Stevie a little bit more because it was definitely like romantic. Tension. There were like romantic undertones to it. And they were like, was that intentional? And he's like, yeah, totally. And we just we would have like explored that more if if the show was made today. Isn't that oh wild? my
1: gosh! I would
0: love to see just a little bit of fanfic for that at least. Oh, I'm sure it's out there. I'm sure you can find it right now. <laughs> um. Also, one last thing they mentioned on Wizards of Waverly Plot while we're on the subject, because um, you mentioned how Selena Gomez was in two pilots for Disney Channel before Wizards of Waverly Place got picked up. Mm-hmm. Maria Canals Barrera, who her mom. played her mom on Wizards of Waverly Place, when she was on the podcast, she said that Wizards was the second show she did with Selena because she was also in the Stevie Sanchez Lizzie McGuire spinoff.
1: Oh, that makes sense. And she said,
0: like, Disney found a star in Selena. And it was just about kind of figuring out the vehicle for her.
1: And so was she playing her mom in the other show or, like, a family Um, member and they felt like they had, like, chemistry? Or was she, like, just kind of unrelated character?
0: I'm not sure. Yeah, no, I wish I did. Um, I think her her character's name was also Sanchez, so probably a family member, almost certainly that. a family member. I yeah, love that, that they'd fun? be like,
1: they're mother and they're mother and daughter. We just don't know when. Yeah, it's cute. It was meant to be. Aw, well, that's so sweet. And that is the end of 2007. We're moving on to eighth grade, guys. It's 2008. It's time to grow up. Yeah, you're, now we're the big dogs on campus. <laughs> Put on your Uggs. Put on your Sophie shorts. Put on two tank tops.
0: Layer them. Mhm. And you have and to roll the top of your shorts down. Very absolutely. important. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, you do. Would not be caught dead with those things unrolled. No.
1: And you got to spray on a little um, Bed Bath and Body Works uh, hand sanitizer before class. <laughs> have spray we set the on. scene? Have we set the yeah. scene? <laughs> Well, we've covered this on the podcast before, but from Raven's perspective, we're talking about a little film called College Road
0: Trip. This is our first repeated movie. Really? Yeah, we haven't repeated. Whoa, that's crazy. It feels like
1: we've almost repeated. Like, we've had... Yeah. Like, close calls, close
0: encounters... We've definitely talked about things multiple times. (laughs) We continue to bring up the same things, but this is the first time it's like on the schedule to talk about a movie we've already talked about. College Road Trip from 2008.
1: Well, if you guys don't remember from our Raven era, essentially, Raven Simone is the apple of her dad, Martin Lawrence's eye, and... She really wants to go to Georgetown for school. Her dad wants her to stay closer. And she's supposed to go on this college road trip with her two best friends, Brenda Song and Tawny from Even Stevens. What's her name?
0: Uh, Margot Harshman.
1: Margot Harshman. And I think because of scheduling, she, her interview gets pushed up or something happens. She can't go with them on their road trip. So she ends up having to go on a road trip with her dad. And we have a couple of scenes with Brenda, but not too many. But in them, the the most notable is when Brenda and Tawny, and I'm sorry, I, I should be saying Margot Harshman. It's just like, I just want to call her Tawny. <laughs> Tawny, Tawny, Tawny. So London Tipton and Tawny pick up <laughs> Raven Simone, Raven Baxter. Uh... <laughs> They pick up Raven Baxter and they get in the car and like before they drive away, they're like, wait, wave. They all wave at the parents. They chat some more and they're like, wait, wave again. And then they like drive away to the library, a.k.a. a party. But it was like this whole kind of cute scene. I don't know. Reminds me of. The other characters we've seen, like, from Brenda, kind of, like, stuck in the suburbs vibes, like, get a clue. Like, cool girl. She's got cute hair. She's, like, waving to the parents, and they're going to go do something fun.
0: That is one thing you can count on from Brenda. Hair. Yes. Great hair. Amazing hair. Always. Always shiny. Always shiny.
1: Probably the shiniest hair on Disney Channel.
0: Yeah. So shiny, and she wears it in cute little cuts. Mm-hmm. And sometimes she's got highlights. And sometimes yep. she's got, you know, Extensions. little
1: updos. Sometimes she's wearing like a little chignon. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah.
0: I don't know. I don't she does know. the
1: little, she does chignon. C-H-I-G-N-O-N. You know when you twist your hair up oh. and you put like a,
0: a pencil through it? Oh, I didn't know the name for that. I was just blindly supporting you. Yeah,
1: no, I, it's a word that I don't know how to really say unless I'm saying
0: it in a funny way. Um it seems right. Listen, I've I'm on a 3. Oh, today is actually my 6-year uh Duolingo anniversary. <laughs> and s- everything I know about French, you you're pronouncing it correctly oh, based on spelling alone.
1: Thank you. I mean, merci. So. Merci beaucoup. It's
0: like mignon as in filet mignon. Yeah. But it what with a ch. Yeah. Chignon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And instead of putting like a pencil in, you put a baguette. Yep. Ooh la la. Ooh la <laughs> la. But yeah, she. I feel like Brenda's kind of the queen of the two low buns.
0: Mm-hmm. She does rock. With that. like the little
1: spikes coming out. Yeah.
0: Um. Or sometimes high buns.
1: Or sometimes high buns. High bun. That was me saying. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. <laughs> uh. But yeah, she's in college road trip. I mean, any? Do you have any questions you want to ask? I was talking to the audience.
0: I'm letting them speak. And kid, you
1: are shaking your head, but this is a. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm letting, I'm giving
0: okay. them, the, I'm giving them space. I'm giving them airtime. I guess no questions. <laughs> and I think we can move on. <laughs> no one had a single question because you covered it so thoroughly on the, on the Raven, in the Raven era. I did. That no questions. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you. Um.
1: <laughs> Honestly, thank you. And can we go back to Christmas time? I feel like I need some Christmas spirit.
0: I know I feel so bad hope that I got to watch all of these um weirdo little animated things that Brenda song was in all about Christmas time. I'm so sorry that I yeah, I stole those. You stole them. I
1: mean, don't worry, I definitely watched some weird animated things as well, but they weren't for this
0: podcast, <laughs> yeah, no, we have both watched some weird animated things for this for this uh
1: food fight comes to mind. <laughs>
0: We're both traumatized. I think of Food Fight every day. Oh, God. Um, but this weird little uh, animated short, it's like 45 minutes. It's called Little Spirit, colon, Christmas in New York. And once again, pretty cool cast. We got Danny DeVito, Lucy Liu, Brian Williams, uh, and Danny <laughs> Tamborelli. Uh, quite the assortment here. But the premise is... These two sisters, their parents are fighting, okay? It's Christmas time. Their parents are like, we got to send them to their grandma's house so we can work this out. Oh my gosh, okay. This is backstory. We don't see any of this. It starts with them just getting into a taxi and they're taking a taxi to their grandparents' house. And the cab driver, voiced by Danny DeVito, tells them an uplifting story about the holidays while they're stuck in New York traffic. And it's about a... Boy who lost his dog, and a little spirit helps him to find it. And it's cute and it's sweet and it's uplifting. And then the big twist at the end, once they get to grandma's house, uh, the spirit comes out of a little snow globe, and we see the cab driver put the snow globe into the little girl's uh, bag so that the little spirit can help their family troubles.
1: Okay. That's weird. This whole thing seems a little intense. Feels a little Christian and but also
0: like demonic. Yeah, if anything, I feel like the Christian the Christians out there would be like, "What is this? Who is this little spirit? You need Jesus for that." Yeah. Or St. Anthony to find your lost dog, you know.
1: Right, right. But I guess I just mean like it chicken noodle soup for the soul, like Hallmark, like there's a little angel. Wholesome. But yeah, it's also like yeah. um wait, what are we implying here? <laughs> What is there's like a little
0: soul trapped in a snow globe? Yeah, basically. Hmm. Uh y- yeah. The magic isn't super explained. Did you ever see Snow Globe with Kyla Pratt? No. Alright,
1: well we'll get oh, was into that,
0: it. Like uh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. I never watched it, but I think it's I an know. ABC family movie where she gets like trapped yep. in a snow
1: globe and it's like it also has some some interesting questions, because there are other people in that snow globe. I didn't know she got trapped in a
0: snow globe. Yeah. Oh, my It's gosh. like a Groundhog's Day situation. Okay, cute. Okay, I'll watch that one. I'm excited. Sounds great. Right up my alley. I've seen it a lot. <laughs> but that is Little Spirit, colon, Christmas in New York. Ah, Hope, take it away. Take it away. I'm so... <laughs> I'm actually, like, really
1: excited to talk about this movie, because... It's really bizarre, and I've been holding it in because I've watched it a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, I just, I can't, Mm -hmm. I can't wait to tell Paige about special delivery. I can't wait to hear about it. When you Google it, it does sound like a Christmas movie, and I did have to kind of wade through some... Animated Christmas movies about Santa delivering presents to find it. Um mm. but if there is a way page for you to just look up special delivery Brenda song and just Google images, because I just want you to see the movie cover, but I don't want you to know any other information. I've seen about
0: the poster. It. Okay. I
1: have seen the poster. Can you help me describe this poster? Um It's like a dark
0: background. Yeah, it's Brenda and another actress. Um, Lisa Edelstein. Lisa Edelstein. And there is a key on a chain between them. And then underneath it looks like diamonds. Mm-hmm. And would you say that their faces look happy, sad, scared? I would say uh, shock mm-hmm. and a bit of fear. Okay. Yes. And I would
1: I would say you are correct. So this movie is billed as a comedy. Okay. Which... Uh, is really not portrayed in, in the movie, nor in the uh, <laughs> movie poster, if you ask me. Because it's essentially like this TV movie. It's about a bonded courier, Lisa Edelstein, and she is hired to transport a bratty teenager on an international flight, but realizes a trap has been set up for them mm. when they reach the U.S. So essentially lisa edelstein is a single woman who lives in hawaii she's like a bonds person you know like bank like bank bonds uh no like um like a bonded okay so a bonded courier is like when you have like special deliveries and you need someone to accompany the okay the delivery and then like sign off on it so it's like being yeah it's like being like a bodyguard meets like a postman kind of thing but she typically does it gotcha i'm with you for like imports or something in hawaii she doesn't typically do it for children
0: right why would you you know she's
1: basically being asked to escort brenda song from her dad's house her dad is like All we know is that she, like, lives in China with her dad, who's, like, a super successful businessman. But he's kind of in trouble with the government. Okay. And so he's trying to get his daughter out of town safely. But he himself is not allowed to leave town. Okay. Okay. So then we meet her dad. And he is a white man, which I wasn't expecting. Because they did set the scene that he was a businessman who lives in China. Um, right. Yes. But no, he's an actor that like his name is Ned Van Zant. We've never seen him before. <laughs> we'll never really okay. see him again. Um, he's nice. Whatever. So she's being um, transported from China to go to Hawaii where Brenda's mom lives and also where Lisa Edelstein lives you know, hijinks ensues. Brenda does not want to go back to her mom. She's like, my mom abandoned me. I don't want to be around her. And is like trying to evade Lisa Edelstein at times, but she doesn't realize that like they're being followed by like international jewel thieves, that kind of thing. And then we find out, or it's kind of like implied at first that Lisa Edelstein Has lost a child. And then we find out that she did have a daughter who passed away. And if she were alive today, she would be Brenda Song's age. Got you. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so it's, like, very emotional, very dramatic. Lisa Edelstein basically, like, blames herself because... I think they were in like a car accident. Aww. Something where it's like, it's not her fault. It wasn't her fault. But of course, the guilt as a mother, the guilt, it like eats her up. So she like basically ends her marriage with like her husband and the father of this child and truly like the love of her life because she's like, y- you're so much better than me. Like, I don't deserve this. Like, I should be alone. It's like really sad kind of situation. And he's yeah. like still trying to like be with her. So Brenda's song kind of helps her move past that loss and like accept love from her husband and she teaches Brenda's song yeah like how to move past the stuff that happened with her mom and accept her mom's love and she also like finds out that it wasn't that Brenda's mom abandoned her it's that like the dad wouldn't let her see her so it was like you know that classic story got you yeah it wasn't what she thought It was. Exactly. But the whole movie is so dramatic. Like, it's, there is really barely any comedy. (laughs) So finding out that it's billed as a comedy, like, just now is, like, shocking to me. I have a really fun fact and connection for you.
0: Okay. I love fun facts.
1: This was, like, this is what I was excited for when when we were a little bit late the other day. I was like, that's okay. Because during that time, I found this piece of trivia. Okay. Okay. So the guy who wrote this has also written two other shows that we discuss quite often. Do you have any guesses? Oh, my and gosh. And if you want, I can give you the name of the writer, because I don't know if that would help. But his name is Matt Dearborn. Matt Dearborn. And he wrote okay. a show that you br- – or he at least wrote on the show. I don't know if he was the head writer. But he wrote on a show that you bring up constantly. Even when you don't want to, it's still, you still bring it up.
0: Is it Dawson's? Nope. Okay, okay. Even when I don't want to, I still bring it up. Matt Dearborn is a familiar sounding name.
1: Not even when you, but it's like, I bring up Dawson's just as often as you do. Mm. This is a show (gasps) that impacted you
0: more than me. Is it Seventh Heaven?
1: No. Okay, I have
0: one more guess. Is it Even Stevens? It's a Disney show. (laughs) It (laughs) is Even Stevens. Okay, got it. Yep, Matt Dearborn. Okay, and then he also wrote on another show
1: that we talk about, and it's like, um, let's—I don't want to say magical realism, but I kind of do. It's in the same category as like Blake Holsey High, oh, or like Strange Days. Oh, like um, Vampire Diaries. Mm, okay, it's a show that I once mixed up with Andy Mac and was very confused. Oh my gosh, what
0: did you mix up with Andy Mac? Oh my gosh. I remember that happening. But what were we talking about? The secret world of Alex (gasps) Mac. Oh no way.
1: You started talking about, like, the magical goo, and I was like, okay, I missed it. You're like, I
0: didn't get to that episode.
1: (laughs) When does that start happening? I was like, I really thought I watched the whole series, but I don't remember any magical goo.
0: Right. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Fun. I know. We love Matt Dearborn. We stand Matt Dearborn. Even Stevens, in
1: the secret world of Alex Mack, meets special delivery. I mean that's so cool I love it I I I was very happy to find that
0: little connection yes that's a good one I love that good work you little investigator you if you
1: want to watch it guys it's on it's on Tubi
0: I love Tubi shout out shout out to Tubi I'm a Tubi I'm a Tubi stan <laughs> no shame well, in my Tubi game I do regret saying that just now though
1: yeah no That it's okay to have some
0: shame yeah. Yeah, that wasn't my that wasn't my finest moment. <laughs> Apologies, guys.
1: Well, do you want to talk about the sweet life on deck today or would you
0: like some more time? Let's talk about it. I don't think I'll develop any more um feelings <laughs> between now and next time. It's fun. It's a romp. I think that this is a right about the time that I was aging out of Disney Channel shows. Yeah. And so that's why it has a different. I think this pushed it. Yeah, it it, it holds a different place in my heart than the original Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. I also
1: think it's less funny.
0: But I don't know if that's because we just got older, or if it's actually less funny. You know what I mean? It's hard to say. I feel like it. It. I feel like I could be objective and compare two
1: episodes, and I think I would always say that the original is funnier just because I wasn't as into the boat dynamic I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't like that it looked fake it was like too obvious to me but also again I was getting older yeah yeah I'll have to ask I'll have to make the kids I babysit watch and and I'll point it point a gun to their head and I'll say which is funnier
0: there you go yeah we need to get their opinion and they'll say
1: put that gun down
0: <laughs> she's kidding Hope's just kidding there <laughs> she does not bring Guns to babysit?
1: No, they already have them there. (laughs) (laughs) By guns, I obviously meant my big
0: arms. (laughs) They know I'm gonna hold my big arms to their head. Yeah, sweet life on deck is is fine. It's kind of it's you know something funny about it is that now all of a sudden London Tipton is in school with Zach and Cody when she was always like three years older than them. Yeah. But that's fun.
1: <laughs> what is the premise? Like, remind me exactly what happens. Like, that so,
0: they're suddenly on a boat. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, they're literally suddenly on a boat. It is um, the SS Tipton. In, and in fact, there's an episode of The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody in season three where they take a cruise on the SS Tipton. And they have the set. They use the set from uh, Sweet Life on Deck. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Was
1: it like, were they laying the ground for the spinoff or do you think they got the idea
0: i think they they probably had the set and were like let's use this for an episode but yeah maybe also explaining where the show was heading i don't know maybe Mm -hmm. um but basically on the ss tipton there is a school and so kids from all over enroll in this school on the ship and zach and cody are are among are among them
1: (laughs) And so Carrie just disappears. I was sad
0: that Carrie didn't like stay on the ship as like a
1: ship performer. I know. Which I is a very I, real job, and honestly, more of a real job than being a hotel singer.
0: Yeah, I do think that they lost something with not having the adults there. They had Mister Mosby, thank God, but no Carrie, no Arwin, uh, no Esteban. You know. Yeah, I really liked all of those all of those characters. Me too. Yeah, and said so they brought in other actors who are also around
1: Zach and Cody's age. So this is when we're this is when we're introduced to Debbie Ryan, right? This yeah. is her Disney Channel debut. Yep. She comes in hot. She ends up getting her own spin-off show in like several movies. Yeah. She plays the classic, like, country bumpkin character that we love so much in Disney Channel lore. Yeah. Like the <laughs> old my like Miley Stewart. She's yes. from the country and she's like a big nerd and her and Cody like love each other
0: yeah that it's Cody's uh special lady <laughs> Bailey Cody's is her character special lady Bailey
1: Bailey the lady
0: <laughs> there, there there's something that keep working on it
1: something I've been hearing about recently that I've I've known about but I hadn't really thought you know too critically about it is that this is what like Disney does as part of their business strategy is to have three years of a show and then they'll have like a spinoff of that show and I guess I heard this from Joey Bragg on a podcast Joey Bragg was in Live and Maddie he was saying that they only have to pay like 80% for the first three years of a show so then when they rebrand Instead of then getting the hundred percent, they're back to the eighty mm-hmm. percent. Is this what this is the understanding that you have as well?
0: Yes, exactly. There, Disney for some reason, Disney Channel don't they don't have to play by a lot of rules, um, and nobody really knows why. They have different rules for. Well, I am sure someone knows why. the The audience doesn't money. know why. Yes, yeah, so, yes, it's always money. Um, but how they're able to like find these loopholes, I am not really sure. Uh, but one of yes, one of the things that they do is they that's why Disney shows don't last very long, and the the Disney caps it at like four or five years. It won't ever go past that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they that's why I don't know if Sweet Life is the best example because it went on to do another like three years on Disney Channel. But often with like the final season of a show, they will just like rebrand it, repackage it. That's how we got Hannah Montana Forever. Yeah, it was the exact same show, but they moved houses and, you know, swapped out some of the characters and now it's a new show uh, so they can start over. And
1: Lily had longer
0: hair. Yeah. That was the major difference. That was the biggest thing. Yeah. But no, they do it a lot. They did it with Liv and Maddie as well. They called it, what did they call that? Cali style. Liv and Maddie Cali style. See, so. Where they moved to California.
1: So it's very smart and it's like the rich get richer because it's like rich. People I feel like are typically the biggest penny pinchers and are it's like a rich person is going to make you Venmo them immediately as opposed to like a regular person
0: is like, oh, I'll cover that for you. And it's like, is this. And, you know, that's a joke in That's So Sweet Life of Hannah Montana Hannah says really to London, yes Hannah says to London Tipton like oh yeah or London says I haven't seen you since you performed at my birthday party last year and Hannah says you still haven't paid me for that by the way and Maddie makes a joke about like that's how the rich stay rich
1: <laughs> yes and it really is it's like the privilege when you are the rule maker yeah and who's gonna like Who's going to fight you? Joey Bragg? Joey Bragg's lawyer is going to fight Disney Channel? I don't think so. <laughs> no,
0: it's really true. And for the actors and for the crew and everything, they don't have to pay the same rates as everybody else. They don't have to pay them scale, which is just the bare minimum, or it's supposed yeah. to be. I don't know how they are able to get away with it. Same with, like, royalties. They don't pay royalties mm-hmm. the same way. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting.
1: Well, it goes without saying st- Goes without saying, but here at History Duffs, we stand um, with the WGA and SAG-AFTRA and yeah. all unions. We assume mo- all unions, unless there's like a bad one.
0: Well, I, the idea of unions in general is, is good. We like unions. They're for the workers.
1: Unless there's a henchman's union,
0: in which case we don't like that one. Well, don't we, don't we have some empathy for henchmen? Actually, you're right. They're just doing what they're told, you know? If there's like a villains union. The villains union we don't support. We don't support the villains union. But actually, yeah, even the
1: henchmen, yeah, because they get they get mistreated. Yeah. I'm talking about you, Shmi. If you're listening, Shmi, I'm here for you.
0: <laughs> Shmi, come on our podcast, please. We're dying to talk to please, you. Shmi.
1: <laughs> it's Shmi. Hi. I'm the problem it's me okay I think I'm canceled
0: <laughs> I think that's pretty you could make a you could make like a thirst uh one of those edits of Shmi with that song okay write that down okay guys follow me again on tiktok because for that you will be seeing that at hope Carew is brave <laughs> um just on one final thing on the subject you were talking about Disney and doing spin-offs and everything uh Dylan and Cole Sprouse have talked about when the Sweet Life on Deck was wrapping up. They had gone to Disney and pitched a show, uh, basically, that would allow them to leave and go to college, um, but would allow the the crew to keep working. And Disney uh, said no. They turned it down, and they were really devastated over it because they were like, we've done all of this for you guys for so long, and, you know. They just felt like they weren't heard.
1: Yeah, because they were they were gonna be like producers on this show. Kind of similar to what Jeanette McCurdy was trying to accomplish with Yeah. Like aging out and Sam and Kat and trying to become a director. And it's like it's a great idea. I would love a show. Like I think we just are so happy with like the world that they established that even though it's like time for the kids to move on we would have loved to just see like the Tipton continue and it's chaos
0: exactly and the idea that they had was like kind of going back to the roots a little bit and like yeah, they wanted to have like a little protege that they took under their wing and taught how to be a menace at the hotel and then <laughs> you know they didn't want to leave the whole crew that they'd worked with for six years yeah, jobs but and that's they do this like happening. it's
1: not unheard of for Disney to have a spinoff so ugh does he get yeah. better at negotiating? Been and bring back that Lizzie reboot.
0: <laughs> bring back the Lizzie reboot. I swear to freaking everything. I need it. That's we. The re, one of the big reasons we started this podcast was to keep advocating for mm-hmm. the Lizzie McGuire reboot, and we are not going to stop this fight. Nope, we're not going to
1: stop now. And in fact, we're also going to continue. We want Arwin to get picked up.
0: Original cast. Yes,
1: Selena Gomez. <laughs> bring
0: back Arwin. Bring back Arwin. But make no changes to the script. Selena Gomez is still in middle school. Yep. <laughs> and Arwin is her babysitter slash uncle. <laughs> yes. Yes. We need it. Anyway, that, that brings us to the end of 2008. What a
1: great time. We will see you next time in 2009. So keep your Ugg boots on because that trend stays for a <laughs> while. <laughs>
0: Yeah, sorry guys. Sorry. I hate to break it to you. Yeah, but maybe... It's unboot season. Maybe you could put on an Ed Hardy shirt. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2009 would be the time for that. Well, I'm Hope Carew. I'm Paige Smith.
1: And this has been History Duffs Presents Brenda's Song Part 5. Matcha latte. <laughs> <laughs>